now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia LZ Tuttle, and I'm gonna read some books tonight. This is episode number 277 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles that I'm excited to share with you. Hi everyone, how's it going? In my last episode a couple weeks ago, I raved about the Lovecraft Country show, and I am sorry to report that the fourth episode got transphobic at the end, and I feel obligated to tell you this and warn you since I had previously talked about how great the show was. So I just wanted to let you know that so that you're not caught by surprise. In other news, I'd like to give a shout out to all of you who are also on the West Coast of the U.S. right now. I hope that you're all safe from the fires. Um, My wife and I are only affected by smoke so far, but we did have that one weird day where there was so much smoke over the San Francisco Bay Area where it was basically like night all day and I was still having to work. And so I was just like, I'm just working at night. Street lamps in my neighborhood just stayed on the entire day. It was very unsettling to say the least. Something happy though is that I feel good saying it's officially Halloween time, though it's always Halloween time in my apartment. We keep Halloween decor up year round and we just picked up some Halloween artwork that has sayings like eat, drink and be scary and if you've got it, haunt it. And now they're hanging in our living room forever. I'm also very excited to be able to have hot drinks midday because the temperature has definitely dropped here too. And honestly, I will take my excitement anywhere I can get it. You know what I mean? Anyway... Today's show has a theme, musical books, chosen by Book Riot Insider Taylor. Thanks, Taylor. Before I get to my backlist book picks, let's hear from today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by A Tempest of Tea by Hafsa Faisal. So Arthur Casimir is a criminal mastermind and collector of secrets. Her prestigious tea room transforms into an illegal bloodhouse by night because obviously it does. It caters to the vampires feared by society, but when her establishment is threatened, she has to make a deal with an alluring adversary. So Arthi hatches a plan to infiltrate the sinister, glittering vampire society known as the Ethereum, but not everyone in her ragtag crew is on her side. And as the truth behind the heist unfolds, Arthi finds herself in the midst of a conspiracy that will threaten the world as she knows it. So this is the highly anticipated next project from the author of We Hunt the Flame. It's got a fierce female lead. The story is fun and fast paced while also exploring significant themes like colonialism, prejudice, betrayal, and self-acceptance. I mean, it's got vampires and heists. Make sure to check it out, get into it, and thanks again to A Tempest of Tea by Hafsa Faisal for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Daughter of the Bone Forest by Jasmine Skye. 
Bone familiar Rosie spends most of her days in the Bone Forest, hiding her powers to avoid conscription by the Witch King's army. But when she saves the life of Princess Shaw, she's offered the chance to attend the prestigious school Witch Hall. And at Witch Hall, Rosie finds herself embroiled in political games she doesn't understand. Shaw wants Rosie as a partner to help lead the coming war. Meanwhile, all Rosie wants is to stay out of trouble, but she can't really deny her attraction to Shaw. So the question is, will Rosie give in to her destiny or will the Bone Forest call her home once and for all? Daughter of the Bone Forest by Jasmine Skye is for all the magic school lovers. This immersive magic school is full of witches and familiars. It's also a queer normative fantasy world with a sapphic slow burn romance like we love. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Daughter of the Bone Forest by Jasmine Skye for sponsoring this episode. For my first pick, I chose The Ensemble by Asia Gable. The ensemble is definitely literary fiction, a genre I typically don't read much of. It's about a string quartet from the very beginning of their career to the end of it, and how their lives intertwine as intimately as each of their instruments do when they're playing together. In fact, the stories are also told in different points of view, each chapter for a different character, and then it all just kind of blends together. Each of the parts starts with noting particular pieces of classical music, and I confess I don't know enough about classical music to know the significance of the pieces, but maybe you do, and sometimes the chapters let the readers in on the significance, which I appreciate. It starts in May 1994 in San Francisco at their conservatory graduation recital, which is really just their warm-up for the upcoming Esterhazy Quartet competition. Jana is Violin One, a super demanding and determined person. She grew up in LA with a mother who tried and failed to make it in Hollywood, and the mother also tried and failed to make it in healthy romantic relationships as well. Britt is Violin Two, who grew up in Washington State. Both of her parents died before I think she was even 20 years old. There's definitely parental death in this book, so be warned about that. Henry is Viola. He's pretty young and a musical genius. He's gotten secret offers to leave the quartet and go solo, and he has an extensive record collection that moves around with him, and I appreciate that. Daniel is cello, and I think the oldest person in the group. He has always had to work very hard for everything he has in life, and he's also prone to making awful relationship decisions. While I'm only lightly familiar with classical music, I do know what it is like to make music with other musicians, and I think the author does a really phenomenal job of conveying the type of relationship and love and trust and intimacy that happens when people make music together for many years. I really like this book. It's The Ensemble by Asia Gable. My other pick for today is Waiting in the Wings by Tara Frejas. This book was so adorable. It centers around musical theater, which is 100% my wheelhouse. Specifically, Teatro La Cambini, a fictional theater company in Manila. Yes, there are words in Tagalog sprinkled throughout the book, and if you don't know what they mean, there's a glossary, and also Google Translate exists, and it's very helpful. As a Filipino-American myself, I am thrilled to read a story about my culture and also about musical theater especially one that features Taglish, which is the mix of Tagalog and English, and also that culturally feels familiar to me in many ways. Yes, this is a romance, 
Erin Javier is a frequent leading lady in Teatro Lacambini's shows and has been kissed many, many times on stage. But at age 23, she hasn't actually had her first real offstage kiss. Let me tell you, this book is so wholesome. It's, uh, it's adorable. So Erin has decided not to audition for the next show titled Hangang Ulap, which translates to something like Up in the Clouds. And instead, she's going to concentrate on dating and finding true love that she has only sung about but has never experienced herself. Enter Ramon Figueroa, who responded to a job opening at Teatro Lacambini and is signed on as their new director of choreography. Ramon has ulterior motives, not necessarily like nefarious motives, though, which is to see his old college friend, Aaron, with whom he has been madly in love with all these years. But of course, it can't be that simple. Aaron goes out to a bar to hang out with some friends, ends up getting groped by some jerk who is too drunk while she simultaneously butt dials Ramon on her cell phone, who hears everything. While Ramon speeds over to rescue Aaron, drunk guy got punched in the face by someone. Enter Pio Alves, a famous actor who just came to Aaron's rescue. And yes, Pio also has a crush on Aaron, and he has all the confidence in the world, while Ramon has close to zero. One of the things I adore about this lovely little book is that, aside from the drunk dude, everyone is likable, and they're all so honest and earnest. Pio and Ramon aren't jerks to each other, and friends in this book, friends are family, and of course there's a happily ever after. And this book, like I said, is so wholesome. I cry. I recommend Waiting in the Wings by Tara Frejas. That's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. A special thank you to my spectacular audio editor, Jen Zink. We can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and want to show us some love, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the info file, as in the lover of information, spelled T-H-E-I-N-F-O-P-H-I-L-E. In the meantime, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading. Happy reading.